0: Go to College, They Said, a podcast hosted by Get Involved NC, your Center for Student Engagement and Leadership at Niagara College. We're here for students who are looking to make the most out of their time in college, enhance their experience, make connections, and gain a competitive edge. This is an all-access pass for students to listen, learn, and start to lead with their best professional foot forward. So go to college, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Okay, we're here, episode two of Go to College, They Said, and it's me, Sarah, and Namisha. So we are kind of your Noddle Cecil team, I guess. We go back and forth between the Noddle campus and the Welling campus, but technically our offices are in the Niagara Lake. We introduced ourselves a bit on the previous episode, but I am the Engagement Leadership Program Coordinator. I focus on leadership programming for students.
1: Um, I'm the co-curricular record recognition program coordinator, and I focus kind of on back-end stuff, but also connecting students with volunteer opportunities and getting involved basically on and off campus.
0: Yeah, and we just wanted to kind of talk to you guys a bit about or share maybe our 10 tips, tricks that we found because we're now working remotely. We're working from home that we think would apply to work from home, learn from home, and all things to kind of be your most productive self. And yeah, so we'll just give our, what's worked for us, give our tips, and hopefully it'll help you, give for you to apply to your own situation. So we'll dive right in, and the first one we have is getting a head start. This one is really important to me. I need to take the night before to, Namisha knows how obsessed I am with notebooks, (laughs) and how I really need to. (laughs) (laughs) what I have to do the next day um it just helps me put everything the next day yeah yeah like put everything that's in my mind onto paper so I can try and get a good sleep and wake up knowing what I have to do so getting a head start whether that's writing things down or organizing your your meals for the next day things like that but getting a head start on it is the best way to I think kick off your productivity
1: yeah. And I think that makes a lot of sense because for someone like me, like I'm kind of a little bit more scatterbrained. So if I know what I have to accomplish the next day, it just makes me it easier for me to like get those tasks done. If I know, okay, tomorrow I have a really meeting heavy day. So I'm not going to have a lot of time to do this, this, or this, or this. Or if I day, have a day where I don't have a lot of meetings, then I know, okay, I have a lot of time to work on these projects that I've been wanting to work on. So it makes sense, yeah. like getting your head in the right Space for your next workday, so that when you wake up, you're not like surprised by like what's happening.
0: Yeah, it's just nice day. to plan your day ahead of time instead of having to get up and be like, okay, what do I have to do? So I think it just gives exactly the head start. It's really good. Number two. Yeah.
1: So number two is having a routine, um, and especially kind of mastering that morning routine that maybe you've gotten out of because it's been really easy to get out of that because we're not. Going anywhere, and we're not commuting. We're not, you know, getting up, showering, getting ready, going to you know tomorrow's or Starbucks on your way to class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now, I know for me, especially in the beginning, I just like roll out of bed, go log on to the computer. So it was really hard to kind of like get in the mindset to get ready and get yeah work started for the day. So really mastering that routine. Will help you kind of stay productive, and I know Sarah's got a really great morning routine. Um, I think
0: it's, it's it's that she can share with you guys. This one's big for how we've had to shift now is like staying with that routine because it's so easy to just be like, oh, I have to log on at eight thirty, so I'm gonna get out of bed at right? eight. Right. Yeah. Or when I was commuting, now I'm living here, but I'm still working from home, so I'm not having that commute time. But before I was commuting an hour to work, so I would be up at five thirty. I go for a workout, come back home, shower, grab breakfast, eat breakfast on the go, and get to work for 8.30. I still want to, I, I wanted to just wake up early, so I still wake up around like 7, 7.30, have breakfast, do a stretch, shower, and then get to work. And it's just, I need, I'm a very routine person, and I need I need that. Otherwise, I will just sleep in and yeah. open my laptop at 8.30 in bed and work. So I'm like, I need that bit of, like, structure
1: in my life. Well, yeah,
0: and it's really easy to, like, then
1: not be able to separate work from, like, your lounging if you don't have, like, that kind of routine. Even if you're, like, just changing your clothes from your sleeping clothes to, you know, works, like, working sweats. Like, you don't need to be getting all dolled up unless you want to and that works for you. That's great. Yeah. But just so you're making that distinct like that distinguish like okay I'm getting out of bed I'm going ready getting ready for work now and then when you're done work like you can change back into your other sweats your non-work yeah. sweats.
0: I think that's really important and that's kind of going into our next point but just for the routine wise I do try and keep my weekends weekends because you are like I work eat sleep yes in my house. So I need my Monday to Friday to be work. And then Friday, I'm like, Oh, it's the weekend. And I know we always like text each other Friday and people are like, what is even a Friday now? But it's just trying (laughs) to normalcy as possible because exactly as matter in both your productivity and your motivation, I feel. So you kind of touched on it. We'll jump to this one is getting ready. I think I am a person who does like to get up and get ready. I just feel better. And that can be different for everyone. Like, it'll look different. Like, I just, whether you want to, getting ready is getting up, showering, and changing from your sleep PJs to your work PJs. Maybe you want to put on a little bit of makeup. Maybe you just want to, like, brush your hair, brush your teeth, get ready. Like, whatever it is, that get ready routine, I think it's really important to do because it does just set the tone for the day that you're not just lounging and you're working or learning or just, again, being. For sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, it's really easy, like, if you don't make that separation to, like, have, like, just a lazy day. Yeah. And, like, not accomplish a lot because you're not setting the time apart from your lounge time.
0: I feel like the days fly by in quarantine. I don't know why. I just feel like... You look at the clock, hundred percent, and then all of a sudden it's two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm like, "What the heck? Where'd the day go?" So, That's so true. I know routine. the days
1: weeks just fly by.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we've had get that head start from the night before, try and stick to a routine or create that new routine and find that new normal. Master that morning routine, and then we have get ready. So whatever that looks like to you, um, and our next one.
1: So our next one is to schedule. So for me, this really works really well, making sure I block out time and kind of schedule my day. And it just makes me accountable for what I want to accomplish in that day. For myself, like I'm super scatterbrained. So like I'll be working on one thing and then my brain will be like, oh, I should do this. Mm -hmm. And then I'll jump to that thing. And then I never really fully complete something that I want to complete. So about week two from work from home, I was having a conversation with my manager and I was telling her like, feel like I'm starting one task and starting another task and never completing anything and just told her like, I feel like I need to sit down and schedule my days. And then that just makes me more accountable of what I want to accomplish. And by setting the amount of time I want to spend on items too, then I'm not wasting time on other things. And it just keeps me really focused on what I want to achieve in that day.
0: Yeah, I've started doing time blocking too, because before I would just do to-do lists, which I think is important to do both because, especially yes. prioritizing, like, I think it's really important to, to know what you have to do in that day. And then a tip for that, I would say, do like your most dreaded task first. Get that done, get that out of the way, and then kind of hash For that. sure. You know, it's just get the one you don't want to do the most <laughs> done and... Um,
1: the most out of the way.
0: Yeah.
1: It definitely, getting that most unwanted thing out of the way makes it you feel accomplished and you're like, okay, i am yes. done this, now I can conquer the world.
0: <laughs> yes. And then everything else is just, seems so much easier from there on out. Exactly. The next one is take breaks or, and this goes kind of in with scheduling. So like, I do think you should schedule your breaks as well and actually take them. Um, we are not good at this. I can,
1: yes, for sure.
0: Even working in person. And I think it's even worse for me working remotely we would work through our lunch we would yes you know just not take that break that you sometimes need maybe between big tasks i know sometimes i'll be working from home and all of a sudden it's two, like i said two o'clock and i'm like i haven't eaten yet take your yeah, of- and you
1: haven't had lunch yeah, yeah
0: scheduled breaks and be sure that you actually do take that time away from the screen away from the computer
1: yeah. It's a lot of strain on, you know, your eyes and even on your body just sitting for, you know, six, seven hours, or if you're in classes, if you have like, you know, a couple of longer lectures. So it's really yeah. important to uh, reward yourself with a little break. And even if it's just like stepping outside for some fresh air, or if you're just going and walking to the fridge and grabbing a drink or um, mm-hmm. something, just it, it comes down to the separating your where your workspace is from like your rest space again, so it's really important for your kind of your sanity and for your body to, yeah. to make sure you take those breaks.
0: That's so true. That's when we talked about, but we didn't actually put it in here. So I'm going to add it. So you guys get a bonus tip here, but it's, yeah, creating that space. <laughs> um, and I know you're going to talk about like your space yeah. For our next tip, but I think it's really important that you create a space for you to do work, whether that's learning working from home I know that in the first week when I was trying to get used to I had never worked from home before and oh no, exactly would just okay set my laptop up grab my tea and I would work at like the coffee table and I just it was fine but when I finally I have like a second bed I have a two bedroom here so I made the second bedroom my office as well so I have a desk here now. I have my computer, this is where yeah. and do my work and it's made like a world of difference.
1: Yeah, it just feels more like almost being at work, right? Like because you do have this designated spot. Cause like when you're at work, that's your place to work. You're not lounging yes. and watching Netflix. You're not, you know, that's not where you have your morning coffee every morning. It's exactly it's your designated workspace. So yeah, it's super important. So our next tip is so this is this is one that I feel like to your core (laughs) to my core is setting ground rules for the people you live with so if you live alone that's awesome it can be lonely obviously so I'm happy that I have uh, someone that I live with but (laughs) because obviously my house is not set up I don't have an office space or a designated space my room doesn't really work for work from home I kind of have to sit up set up in a common area and I'm kind of set up in in a space that is a shared space usually but I had to set some ground rules like, okay, from this time to this time, this is when I'm at work. You know, yeah, we can chat a little bit, but there isn't going to be like full on hanging out or, or discussions like in-depth discussions happening. Like you, like I talk to my coworkers when we're at work, me and you, we talk constantly when we're working, but we're still working. So. Yeah. And half the time it's like
0: hashing things out. It's like
1: mini meetings. Exactly.
0: Things like that. It's totally different than when it's someone who I, I just, I can only imagine if I was back home with my family and they like, there's that meme. It's like, I've been quarantined with my spouse and I can truly say, I don't know what they do for a living. (laughs) My family would just be so confused if I'm like, posting videos or doing
1: something and I'm like I'm working yes yeah it's just like it's hard to really explain what What you do but also your like your little weird things that you do when you're at work too like trying to explain like your little quirks and stuff and why you have things set up the way you have set up so like setting those ground rules is super important and it really helps with the productivity and it's just like you know it's it's a new normal for everyone so they do not understand that like oh yeah I wouldn't normally be chatting with them all afternoon Mm-hmm. but just because they're home I feel like I can
0: yeah and I think it's if you are learning from home too they may be used to you being gone if you are not from yes are going to school and staying somewhere but if you are back home and you're learning from home even if you were staying at home like there was that time that you were in the house and now you are there but you're still logging on because you have a lecture so I think yes yeah being open and really setting those kind of like ground rules or boundaries is really important. Yes. Yeah.
1: It all comes from a place of love, but sometimes you just have
0: to kind of let people know where you're at. Yeah. And everyone's getting used to kind of everyone. Even I know I have me and my cat here and he's probably looking at me like, why are you here all the time? And I wait. He's just trying to get used to me being here. So everyone is getting used to everyone. Exactly. And so yeah, communication I think is really important and it can for sure. be a benefit to you to communicate that well. Our next point is ask for what you need. So I think this is really important for, we found this worth working remotely. I feel like it would be the same for learning remotely is that you need to set yourself up for success and just speak out and reach out for what you need, whether that's to your professor, to your peers, things like that, if you need that extra support, know that there are so many services that are still available to students with us not being able to come onto campus there's still things that can be done for you so yeah for sure you need and yeah really set yourself up for success from the get-go definitely
1: yeah you don't want to set like we're already facing so many barriers in this new way of life like so you don't want to set yourself up for more barriers so try and obviously within within scope try and try and ask for what you need reach out to those professors and be like telling them what your difficulties are and they they'll do everything that they can to kind of make life a bit easier for you
0: yeah
1: i think that's a super important yeah i
0: think everyone's super understanding in this time and we'll try and and help everyone as best as they can and you do need exactly that that advocate for yourself um, yes well
1: for sure oh you're next So, so next one is get out of the house and move your body so this is super important like we've kind of touched on this a little bit as as we've been talking but just go outside get some fresh air you know the the weather's finally starting to get a little bit nicer so when you've scheduled your break maybe go on a on a walk around the block obviously maintaining those social distancing rules and everything but that doesn't mean you can't leave your house it's really easy to right now get like cooped up and into like yeah like Yeah, like into like a hermit routine, like where you're like, I'm not getting dressed, I'm not leaving the house, I'm fine Mm -hmm. being in here especially when the weather can like we're kind of we've got weird weather right now it's like nice nice one day and then the next day it's kind of gloomy because it's raining so on those gloomy days it's so easy to like you know wrap yourself in a blanket and not move and that's a Um, way that you can enjoy
0: those gloomy days is that you when it's not like take advantage of the nice weather take advantage of being able to go outside and move your body so that when it is nice out it's like I would love when it it was like I don't want to say when the world was normal and it would be a gloomy (laughs) stay in bed and watch movies. Like if it was on a weekend. Yeah,
1: because you're rewarding yourself. Yeah,
0: like that's when you can enjoy it instead of it being like, oh, it's so gloomy out. So if you want to be able to stay stay moving your body, go outside. I know that like my gym is closed, but they're doing a lot of online workouts. I know NC Nights are posting a ton of different ways to move. Yeah, every every day day, there's a way that you can move move your body. I just think it's important that yeah, you find something that works for you. Similar to the to the get ready tip, like moving your body is going to look different for everyone.
1: For every person.
0: Yes. Just stretch, whether it's a high intense workout, whether it's yoga, whether it's a walk, whether it's a run, like just do something. And you might find something that you really like doing too. I know that I lost my commuting time. So that was, yes. was the podcast. So I was like, how am I going to listen to them now? Like Like, poor me. I don't know when to listen to my podcast. (laughs) It's just something that I enjoy.
1: Well, it's like, yes, a comfort thing.
0: Yeah. And and I I really, yeah, I really liked that part of my day. It was like something I could fill my day for me. It was a bit of professional development, nice little getaway, like from everything else in your mind. Yeah. So I was like, in the morning, I'm going to walk with my smoothie, whatever breakfast I have and listen to a podcast and just go for a walk. Amazing. It's just finding
1: something. What works for you. Yeah. Yeah. I personally bought a mini trampoline (laughs) because I'm not a huge person. I don't love working out and I needed to pick something that I knew I would like have fun doing. Mm -hmm. So I bought actually one of my friends inspired me. I saw her post like an Instagram video of her working out on her trampoline in the sunshine. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to do that. Yeah. And I I knew that. that that would work for me. So yeah, just find something that you're going to enjoy. Don't make it a chore, but just something to get your body moving. Cause especially now it's so easy to just like be stagnant and just sit on the couch or lay in bed and like not Mm -hmm. get your body moving. So something that you're going to enjoy and have fun
0: doing. Yeah. The next tip we have number nine is limit distractions. Yes. This is a big one that I found in the first week. Um, like I said I would set up shop on you know, my coffee table and I was like oh, I'll throw on an episode of Netflix like what's yeah what, what's something new but it just was not working for me and I've found no. that um, I never really listened to music a lot at work like I was thinking about it in the office I we wouldn't ever like something no we would do it, it some, gone, yeah,
1: sometimes yeah but it was never but...
0: like a constant for us. I like no, go anyway, but I just found now I have like a work playlist or a Yes,
1: podcast. yes. That's like, key. I
0: really do depend on other noises in the house now. So I like to have some new-
1: Yeah. Like- yeah, like I I think that like the in the beginning a lot of people were like throwing on like Netflix and stuff because they're like, "Ooh, I'm at home." Yes. Oh, so I, I can do something yeah. that I would never normally do. Yeah and like have background noise um because it it does suck to like try and sit in silence per se because you're not used to that at, at home and even mm-hmm. in classes right you're used to some kind of chatter or something so it can be really hard but passiving. i think that yeah yeah and i really think that yeah work from Home, like that's one of the first things I did after the first few weeks I made a work from home playlist. And then podcasts, I do try once in a while, but I do find it can be a little bit distracting too, depending on what kind of podcast it is to listen to. But yeah, like it's, it's super key to have something and the nice thing is, it's because you're at home and it's, and especially if you don't have a lot of like people who are around at home, you can listen to it at whatever volume you want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you so can, true. You can jam out to your favorite songs if you want to. And you know, when
0: you want to take a break, have a mini
1: dance party if you like. I love um, that. Yeah. So
0: for sure. That's, yeah. That's definitely. Limit the distractions. Key. And especially when you are working on your computer with your phone too. Like, it's just, it's so easy. To yes. See notifications pop up. So I just think it kind of, all of our tips are kind of intertwining, but like going back to that time blocking, I try and not do the social media and vacations. Sure, like, it's hard because we do that for work. For um, work, yeah. and, and we, we want to reach out to students. Yeah, so... That,
1: that part can be hard. Like social yeah. media is hard because you also want to know what's going on with like, mm-hmm. the, like we like to see what your NC SAC is doing, like other, other departments are doing. So sometimes that can be a bit difficult, but I think yeah. like it's important to not, cause you, with, with your phone and, and um, some of those time wasting sites, it's actually crazy how fast. The time slips away from you. Like, so if you're like, I'm just going to check Instagram to see what's going on. And then it's like, Yeah. And then you look at the time and you're like, Oh my God, like 25 minutes has passed. What the heck? I don't even know what happened. So I try to keep my phone a little bit further away from me. So I'm not on it all the time looking at stuff and getting distracted
0: by stuff. Even with our email, like, I don't know if it'll pick up the sound, but I just got an email. So I try and not have uh, email open. I learned that in a actually a productivity workshop. And it's just not having that email open because then you're so reactive to see that email come in and have to yes way. And yeah. I know I'm bad for that because then I, I answer it as soon as I get it. And then I answer at seven o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. And it's like, no answer in that time that you've allotted to do emails and to do responses and in between that work time. So. If your school time is, or your work from home, learn from home, whatever it is, try and keep that to yourself too, because it keeps you sane. The yeah. Work and stuff, like that, it is still distractions from what you, the task at hand is.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like it's so easy if you get an email coming in and you're like, oh, I have to answer this right away, but you're in the middle of a really productive, you know, task. You lose that momentum if you switch to answering this email. Is Even if it's a simple, like just answering like a simple question or anything like that. Just because it's just because you get it and you see it doesn't mean you need to answer it immediately. And that's really something that we've worked on for a long time and we're still guilty of it, but it's not instant messaging, right? Like it's, you're allowed to take your time and you're allowed to finish what you're doing before you
0: answer. Exactly.
1: And our last tip, number 10. Finally, last but not least is staying connected with those people in your life that you normally would be connected to. So for us in particular, like Sarah and, I, Sarah and I share an office. We would connect every day. We would collaborate on things every day. And it just would happen really naturally because we do share an office, but also because our jobs are so similar and that's just the nature of what we do. We really felt a disconnect in the, those first first little little Yeah, I'd week. say like um, week,
0: week and a half.
1: Yeah, we were just not really? connecting.
0: No, like I think we would obviously be connected over email and stuff, but I really, really missed i love the interactions and seeing everyone in the office and and that's what i was really missing in that first week or so yeah and and we
1: would have like a pretty like you know if we go back to the routines like in the morning we'd both come to work and we'd run we'd you know walk up to tim's or the undergrounds Mm -hmm. and grab our morning coffee and we'd catch up in that time and then we get to our desk and then we're ready to Full work time. Yeah. yeah where we didn't have that for like about a week and a half and it just felt so strange it felt so, so weird strange. to not be connected everything that we kind of I do and Sarah does and even um, Dana and Carson our coworkers, we really talk to each other about those things and we really hash it out together yeah. so when we didn't have that interaction it just I felt like I was just like floating and like didn't know what to do with myself yeah so then we started connecting more and and you know making sure we had even a, a really quick touch point with each other every day
0: yeah um, I think that's what I, it led to I was I messaged you and I was like can we do a FaceTime like I just need yeah. to like, connect with you guys whether it's just like over lunchtime
1: you know? yes yeah, Sarah's like I need to see your faces yeah <laughs>
0: I just like need that interaction. So whether it's your coworkers, your peers, your friends, your professors, even if you're, if you're yeah. Grams, we always say, go and introduce yourself. Do that virtually, do that electronically, still make those efforts to um, make those relationships and make those connections. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like we said, try and keep it as normal as um,
1: as possible as, as much as you can in this time. And it, and it really does make a world of difference. Like even, if you do a phone, like f- a phone call versus a video chat really makes a huge difference. Like the face to face, it's crazy how much you crave that mm-hmm. as much as you might be an introvert. And as much as you might not be kind yeah. of the person you think that really needs to interact with people that much. Once you did it, like, I remember the first time I even did like a zoom call with friends after it, I was felt like I was on a high. I was so I know, like, you're like, I pumped up. And, I f- so much. Yeah. and you yeah. just are like, I'm so happy to see you know, everyone's faces and all their, like, Mm -hmm. the the funny things they have to say, but even, like, their, like, expressions and stuff, right? Like, you miss all those little things, and it's so weird. And there's, yeah,
0: so there's Zoom, there's the House Party app, we use MS Teams, so many different ways to connect. There's lots of different ways, yes. You're making those efforts to to stay connected, and from the, the professional development side, make those efforts online, LinkedIn, it's just, it'll make a world of difference for you.
1: Yeah, especially if you have maybe have an, a new professor this term that you didn't have before, you know, really try and make those connections and like just put your your best professional foot forward when you're attending your zoom classes yes. and um or your sorry your online classes and make a really good impression on your your professors because they're still the people who are going to connect you to the right people at the end of the day right yes yeah. so, and it's
0: going to show your optimism your positive attitude yeah your resiliency your ability to like pivot in these conditions and still thrive in like these unprecedented times and yeah I just think it'll do nothing but a benefit to you to like we said stay connected and um, create that new normal yeah well that wraps up our 10 plus a bonus tip (laughs) (laughs) tips on how to work learn from home and all things to be productive so yes. thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And make sure you connect with us on Instagram at getinvolved and yes. see updates on when episodes will be out as well as listen on Spotify and the podcast app and leave us a review. I've yeah, don't I'd love to hear it.
1: <laughs> don't forget to tell us ideas that you want to hear from us too yeah this is um, for you guys yeah and we really hope that this is um helpful and like we miss you so much and this is just a way that we
0: feel like we can connect to you and send sense normalcy. of nc and the nc community we want exactly to always feel connected to us so always um like i said reach out to us send us a dm on get involved nc on instagram show us that you're listening and you might just get call um, podcast giveaways. So screenshot that you're listening and tag us. If you leave us a review, send us a screenshot. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. So thanks yeah. for listening and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.